Welcome to the Friends of a Feather podcast, a place where you will feel encouraged by hearing God stories from my friends that I share with you. Whether you're listening on your commute to work, folding the laundry, or needing a boost of encouragement after a full day, I want for you to feel seen by God, to be encouraged in your daily life, and be spurred on to honor Him with the gifts and talents that He has given you. Well, hey friends, welcome to the Friends of a Feather podcast, episode 125. I wanted to do a top 10 with Ren today. And so what I'm sharing with you is top 10 ways to thrive during this quarantine. I know this is something that not any of us would have imagined or thought that we would be needing to stay home. And so we are here and we didn't expect to be, but I just want to encourage you with some biblical encouragement, but also with some practical encouragement today. So I am going to tell you 10 things that I have heard that have been really great things to do in your home. Okay, you ready? Number 10. The first thing that I want to tell you is to take a walk outside. I know in Memphis, it has been like rain after rain after rain. However, there have been glimmers of some just opening of the skies where we can see sunlight coming through and we have jumped, ran outside and, um, taken a good walk and I cannot even tell you what that will do to your mental state. (laughs) I'm sure it's proven in something, but it was, it's been a game changer for me. It's been a game changer. So we try to take a walk with the dogs at least once a day. Um, If it's raining, we try to wait till the afternoon where the sun just comes out just for a few minutes and we've gotten rained on. So sometimes we just go even if it's sprinkling. If it's not thunder and lightning, we go. So that's one of my tips uh, of how to thrive. Okay, number nine of a way to thrive in this quarantine is to check in with our friends. I love connections. I loved Voxer and Marco way before this started, but I cannot tell you how many times I look at my phone and a new person has joined Marco. And I think that's so important. I really do. It's face-to-face connection. Yes, it's not in person, but we got to make it work, right? So Marco Polo is an app. It's free. You put it in your uh, search on the app store, search Marco Polo. It's two words. And it is like face-to-face. It's like FaceTime, but it's an app where you can leave a message and then they can leave you a message and then you get to it when you can. Uh, It's great. Okay, so I suggest Marco Polo. I will say this, if you are out and about, which I don't think a lot of us are, if you're at home and on your Wi-Fi, great. It will take up a lot of your data (laughs) if you are out and about. So uh, just make sure you're doing it when most of the time when you are at home on the Wi-Fi. Okay, another app that will increase connection with friends is Voxer. Voxer is like a walkie-talkie app. It is also free, and I've loved Voxer for a long time. Uh, My new coaching client that I'm coaching her to start her podcast, we are communicating now on Voxer in between our 
coaching sessions. So, but it's so fun for friends. I can just send a message of encouragement or, hey, checking in, and then they get back to it when they listen, and then you can see when they listen, and then they get back to you whenever. So it is really, it's a really great app to increase that connection. Y'all, a lot of people are doing Zoom. They're getting on with their fellowship classes at church and they're doing a Zoom call. We're going to do that, I think, with the class that we're involved with. And um, even my dad called me last night and was like, hey, um, my Sunday school class is doing a Zoom call. Can you tell me how to do that? And I was like, I never thought the day would come when I'm, you know, Zoom calling my dad and saying, okay, this is what you do. Okay, now click this. Okay, this. Because his Sunday school class is doing uh, their class over Zoom. And I thought that was so neat. I was like, you know what? Way to go, 65 and plus people. Way to go. Way to jump into it, you know, Uh, and figuring it out just to have that connection. So also, other than that, you know, FaceTime, that's great. And just a phone call. I mean, you can text somebody and say, hey, do you have a chance for a phone call. Um, the other day I went to my Marco Polo app and I just checked in with friends. And all I did was literally sent a 20 minute, 20 minute, listen to me, 20 second message and said, hey, I just want to tell you that I'm here for you. If you need to talk, if you need to get your feelings out, come on, bring it, you know. Um, and so I think that's really important. So that's what my challenge is to you is to check in with friends, reestablish that connection that you have with them. And that is number nine of how to thrive during a quarantine. Okay, number eight. You ready? This is something that I just started doing literally this past week, probably like Monday morning. Um, it was a brand new week. And I was like, okay, before I go in, before I start doing the schoolwork with Easton, um, Number one, I'm going to read the word. I'm going to get in the word. I'm going to pray. I'm going to refresh my mind. Um, But before I even do that, when I'm coming in here and getting dressed, um, I am going to turn on some worship music. It can be anything. But just while I'm putting my makeup and doing my hair, I am going to have that music that is Christ-centered and that is filling me up filling my mind with scripture and that it's focusing on that and not just my random thoughts when I'm putting on my makeup. So I feel like it's super important to do that. So I've chosen this week, I listened to Ellie Holcomb and her music because it is scripture rich. I thought it was very important to hear the words of God in my heart, in my mind, and in my ears. So I chose Ellie Holcomb. There are so many different praise and worship music that you might like. I know my friend Melissa mentioned Christy Knuckles. She has a lullaby album that is gorgeous and it is just peaceful and it's scripture being read over our kids, but also for ourselves. So that is number eight. Listen to scripture rich music in the morning. Okay, that was number eight of ways to thrive in this quarantine. Okay, so let's do number seven. This all sounds good. You're like, I'm checking in with friends. I'm making time for them. I'm taking a walk, which we can do with the kids. If you have children, I'm listening to my music. But y'all, this is a whole different thing. This is a whole nother level. You know what I mean? Like, this is a whole nother level. We're having our kids at home. We, those of us who work from home, or those of us who are now working from home, 
A lot of companies are allowing their employees to work from home, get on Zoom chat, to do work with coworkers. I think that's awesome. I think it's so great. Um, however, then we also are needing to help our kids with their schoolwork. And I'm so very thankful that we have that. Our school has given us, uh, the teachers have given us specifics of what to do. So they are doing that. Um, you might have specifics, you might not. But um, we have kids in our home now, okay? And so all the things I mentioned earlier are important. But what if there's not pockets of time for you? And I know that I'm not very hip on self-care. I don't like the word self-care. I don't like what it sounds like. But I am for soul care. I love those words because I feel like we need to be filling, you know, you've heard it before. If we're not getting filled up, then how in the world are we going to pour out to others? How are we going to pour out to our kids? How are we going to pour out to our husband? How are we going to pour out if we're taking care of our fam- our, our moms and dads? How are we going to do that? So you've got to be filled. And so that's what I love, the fact of soul care. Not self-care, but soul care. So number seven is find pockets of time for you. I know this sounds extremely difficult and you're like, Ren, I have four children. There is no way I'm going to have pockets of time for me. Well, I know it's hard. I know this is all different. This is all new. But you can carve out small pockets of time. I am not talking about a whole hour of time by yourself. Although that would be so nice, right? But when you have a lot of kids, there is not going to be a lot of downtime until they go to sleep at night, right? And everybody said amen. I I laughed last night because I'm like, I'm so tired, Easton. I only have one, okay? So I have an only child. And so when he goes to bed, you know, I I looked around, honestly, last night. And I was like, I don't want to clean up any of this. Usually I straighten up, I look, tighten up tidy up a little and I looked around I was like nope not happening and that's okay that's okay it was waiting for me today it was fine um but anyway I was laughing because I saw this I think it was on humorous homemakings um her Instagram and it said (laughs) it said we're like oh we're so tired when we're putting like before the kids like right after dinner when we're putting the kids to bed we're like we're so tired we're just gonna go straight to bed and then as soon as we walk out of that room of the kids' room after we say goodnight and say our prayers and read a book. We're like breaking out the ice cream. We're like getting on social media. We're like reading books. We're like doing fun stuff. We're painting. <laughs> just thought that was hilarious because we're just so tired right before we put our kids to bed. And now we're like, yes, let's go. Anyway, so that is a pocket of time that could be a little bit longer than 10 minutes. But what I'm encouraging you to do to thrive during this quarantine is find a pocket of time for you and maybe more than one. So I'm talking like 10 minutes. I'm talking five minutes. Sometimes we just need 60 seconds to go into the pantry and close the door and breathe a breath prayer where you're saying, I can do all things through Christ. My friend Robin told me about breath prayers one time where you take in a breath I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and let it out, okay? So find some pockets of time for you. What we have started doing, listen, I did it a week and a half ago when we started this. I said, okay, Easton, we're going to have room time. Well, first I said quiet time, and that did not sound appealing to my seven-year-old boy at all. 
Um, but we did it. And I said, okay, we're going to have an hour of quiet time. And so he stayed in the room for about 30. And he's like, is it time yet? And then I was like, all right, we're going to do this different. We're going to set a timer. But anyway, um, but now we call it room time. And let me be honest with you. I have not done a good job of this this week at all. And I should have. Um, but room time is time when they can go to their rooms. All your different children go to their rooms. Maybe it's during your toddler's nap time. Maybe it's during your baby's nap time where everybody goes to their rooms and they stay for, I mean, even if you could just do it 30 minutes, even if you could do it for 15, to have that pocket of time where you can do something that is going to be refreshing to you, that's going to be energizing for you hey it might be a nap it might be you get on the couch and you're going to take a 15 10 minute nap you know 10 minute 15 minute nap um it could be where you're reading a chapter you know you're like i'm going to read this chapter in this town block and you're going to feel so much more refreshed it could be that you get on social media if you want it could be where you eat a snack it could be where you're painting um my friend christy hall did a painting party on Instagram Live the other day, and it was so much fun. She had told us a week before to say, hey, get these, get a couple colors of blue and green paints, get a paintbrush, get a paper plate, and let's, you know, a piece of paper, let's do this. So I'm encouraging her to do it again. So go to Christy Hall. I think it's Christy Hall paint, or is it just Christy Hall? I can't remember. Anyway, go to her on Instagram and encourage her to do another one. I would love for her to do them every week. Wouldn't that be so great? But anyway, do something that you really like um, and create that pocket of time. Okay, that was number seven. You ready? (laughs) Okay, let's keep going. Um, Number six, I mentioned this a little bit when I was talking about listening to music first thing. Um, what I decided to do is that I would get dressed every day. I know that sounds so silly. Like, Ren, really get dressed? That's so simple. But y'all, I can't tell you if I, you know, if you get up late and you're racing around, you're like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep this t-shirt and pajama pants on all day. I can't tell you how much more, um, awake, how much more refreshed I feel when I just change my clothes, when I just put on a fresh set of clothes. Um, I'm not saying I get in the shower every day. I'm not saying I wash my hair every day because I don't. Let me tell you who the winner is in all this is dry shampoo. Dry shampoo, yes. So I'm encouraging you as number six to thrive in this quarantine is get dressed. Wear, pick out fun earrings that you would never wear. Or if you have a t-shirt on and you have big, bright, fun earrings, put those on and you will feel so much better. Okay. So that's number six. Okay, number five. I read this on someone's Instagram yesterday. It said to combat against depression, complete one simple task per day. Complete one simple task per day. Okay, so in the simple task, I mean, I even wrote down homeschool. We will complete the school assignments in one day like we will we will do what is required of us one day that's one simple task that's really actually probably like 10 small tasks in one simple task that's kind of being lofty right there those are some lofty goals let's just say we're gonna make lunch we're gonna make lunch that's gonna be our one simple task today we're gonna make lunch for ourselves we're gonna make lunch for our kids 
if we have kids and we're going to sit down and eat that lunch. Okay. So one simple task. Hey, let me tell you something. It could be even, it could be heating up pizza from two nights ago, leftovers. It could totally be just heating up leftovers. So one simple task. It could be drink eight glasses of water today, which is what we're supposed to do. It could be drink one glass of water today. It could be go outside and breathe in for a minute. Have y'all ever looked at your Apple Watch if you have one and it's saying breathe? <laughs> the other day, I guess I was uh, getting worked up about something and I looked at my watch and it said breathe and I was like okay that's a good reminder <laughs> and did you know that you can actually click the breathe and it'll let you breathe in and out and vibrate your phone so that you know how to breathe in and breathe out for a whole solid minute I did not know that things you learn right okay so that is uh I don't know what number that is but that's complete one simple task okay number next is do a puzzle or read a book. I mentioned reading a book in that pocket of time the uh, earlier, but um, I pulled out one of Easton's puzzle. Do you ever do this with your kids or maybe your uh, uh, maybe your nieces and nephews where you buy them a puzzle that's like a bajillion pieces and you're like, oh, this is going to be great. It's going to be enrichment. And then as a mom or an aunt, you bring it out and they're like, that's too hard. Well, I bought Easton a Sum Sum puzzle. You know those little Disney Sum Sum cute creatures? Please tell me y'all know what those are. They're so cute. Oh, they're so cute. Um, we've had those for a few years. Those are awesome. If you are on an Amazon order and you have toddlers, maybe not toddlers because some of them are kind of small, but if you have like three, maybe four, five, four years old and up, they love these little characters. They're small, but... Um, Anyway, we found a Sum Sum puzzle. It was 300 pieces. And you know, when you're shopping for Christmas, you're like, that looks great. That's awesome. And then you get it out and you're like, whoa. So I started it and nobody wanted to help me. Easton didn't want to help me. Jim didn't want to help me. I didn't really ask. But I was like, I just said, you know what? I'm just going to start it. I'm just going to put it in the middle of our table in the middle of our den. And I'm just going to start working on it. And if they want to come, you know, if you... What is it? Field of dreams. If you lay it out, maybe they will come. Well, they didn't for like the first day. And then second day, Easton kind of started coming and helping me. And he'd put a piece here, a piece there, you know. Um, and I was like, I don't know how I'm, I'm, I don't know how I'm going to get this done. But that's okay. It was so relaxing. It was so great. And then by the third day, y'all, I had Jim and Easton coming over and helping me. And we finished it together as a family. It took us maybe 30 minutes to finish. I mean, I'd done all the hard work. Let's be honest, okay? Um, but <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Um, but we finished it. And it was such an accomplishment. We were happy about it. So do a puzzle. It does something. I When I taught kindergarten, I remember reading research about puzzles and how they increase something mathematically and in reading comprehension. I don't know if that's right. I know it is with the math. I'm not sure about the reading comprehension, but it does something. So I'm like, you know what? If it does that for kids, it's going to do it for me. So do a puzzle. Find a book that's been on your shelf forever, and you're like, I'm just going to read it. Let's just do it, you know, a chapter a day or whatever. Okay, number eight is from my friend Holly Mackle Books on Instagram. She's my personal in real life friend, and she uh, encouraged us to do this with our kids, okay? I know there's so many fun things to do with your kids right now. I know there's so much 
um, academic things. And there are so many great websites that are offering free downloads, free subscriptions. I know there's a focus on the family Odyssey, the Odyssey, Odyssey radio subscription. They have that on their computer. You can go to witsin.com, no, witsin.org and register for that for free. You get 30 days to play all of the Odyssey audio um episodes it's great it's awesome um there's so much out there okay and there are so many friends that are homeschoolers uh, homeschool moms that do this with their kids every day um definitely different than the quarantine the quarantine is we're in our house we're outside homeschool they have homeschool groups they have co-ops they are not in the house all the time but they have been so gracious to give um, us advice and encouragement and I love that but this is something uh, I know there's so much that you can do with your kids but I didn't want to put a lot of that on here I feel like this is how you can thrive during quarantine Um, we know kids are very resilient they're going to be able to thrive and it's okay if they get bored sometimes but what my friend Holly Mackle decided to do was to get strips of paper uh, and have her kids, her girls, would write one thing on there that they are grateful for or thankful for that day. Now, you know, kids are really general. So, you know, we'll say the Sunday school answer, I'm thankful for Jesus. I'm thankful for God. I'm thankful for prayer. I'm thankful for my friends, my family. And that's awesome. And I want them to be grateful for that. I want Easton to be grateful for that. But I'm digging deeper on this. I'm digging deeper to say, what is one simple, practical thing that you're grateful for today? What is something that happened today that you're thankful for? And we came up with a list of things. Even today, I uh, got out my journal that I have not been consistent with, with my gratefulness. And so I'm writing in my journal. I'm trying to write in my journal every day. And so then we're going to start this uh, writing it on strips tomorrow. We have not started it yet, but we're going to start tomorrow. And so encourage your friend, your friends. Yeah, you can encourage your friends to do this too. But think of one encouraging thing that you see that went on that day for them to be grateful for. And you can share them yours and say, you know, I said, Easton, I'm glad that we got done with school fairly quickly today. We were on a roll and I'm glad for a Friday. And then I also said, I'm grateful for the sunshine that we can get out in it today. So just model that for them where you kind of help them think of something, but something that happened that day that they can be grateful for and get them to write it down if they're younger kids you can write it for them but it would be kind of good if they're school age to help them practice um, writing but uh, have them write something that they're grateful for and then curl that piece of paper up and staple it on the end you know what i'm you know what i'm talking about like one of those chains so staple on the end and then add to it and maybe do different colors maybe get them to do a pattern it's just something creative and something that we are pouring into our kids to establish this grateful um, heart. You know that book I've read with uh, Kristen Welch that's called Raising Grateful Kids in an Entitled World. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. I'll put that in the show notes. But um, that was an excellent, excellent book. But this is just one way that we can encourage our kids to be grateful. And listen, I have not been doing this. So I think it's a great lesson for me as well. So that's my one kid tip during this, um, because most of these are for us as women. Okay, I think that was number three. So we've got two more, friends. 
Number two is to send some snail mail. Y'all, I opened my email the other day and my dear friend Courtney Kasner, who owns the company Crew & Co., are now going to be launching on Monday, that's two days away, her hand-lettered postcards that we can send to our friends. And y'all, the phrases that are on these postcards are precious. Like, I was jumping out of my skin. And guess what? Wait, there's more. She's also including, if you want, there's an option that you can get postcard stamps. So you don't even have to leave your house, even though we're not really supposed to much you don't even have to go to the post office for this y'all I was so excited I emailed her right back and said this is awesome (laughs) I'm just I loved it now you do not have to do that and she is not paying me to say this it is just something that I'm going to buy with my own cash money uh, on Monday because I thought this was a great great idea so Grab a note card that you have at your house. It doesn't have to say anything sweet on it. You can fill it in. You can fill the sweet saying in. Um, I'm going to read you some of the things that she has on there. Are you ready? Okay, it says, we're in this together. What I love most about you is, you go girl. You are such an encouragement to me. Have faith, mama. Here's to a grace-filled week. Guess what? I really miss seeing you. Y'all. She also has encouragement for healthcare workers, which would be an awesome opportunity for us to send friends that we know that are nurses or even friends that nurses we don't even know. Some encouraging postcards also and some encouraging notes also. There's one that says, You are a hero. God will carry you. Your work matters. You are living proof of a loving God. You're an, you are covered in prayer. Your sacrifices have not gone unnoticed. Our thank you will never be enough. So those are just a few of Crew & Co.'s uh, postcards that I will put in the show notes as well if you want to grab a few of those. I don't know the cost of those, but uh, like I said earlier, you do not have to purchase these, but you can go into your drawer and grab a piece of paper, fold it in half, and uh, write your friend a note. Do y'all feel this way? Whenever you get snail mail in the mailbox, you're like, this person really loves me. (laughs) Because it's just not common anymore. So, I mean, it just shows effort, and I think it's precious. So, that's number two. Okay, number one. My top 10 way to thrive during this quarantine, and it is to take a deep breath. (sighs) Girls, there is something biological and spiritual and relaxing and peaceful about taking a deep breath. And so we're going to do it right now. So we're going to take a deep breath together. You ready? You ready? Ready, feathered friends? I love calling you that now, feathered friends. Okay, let's take a deep breath. Ready, go. And when you feel yourself 
starting to get upset, anxious about something, I want you to take that deep breath. And when you take that deep breath, I want you to think of this verse from Philippians 4. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Friends, thank you so much for being here, for listening to the podcast. I have to tell you something super exciting. I have been nominated for one of the 50 moms in podcasting, and I would love your vote. If you go to the link in my profile on Instagram, or if you go to podcastmagazine.com, you can go vote for the Friends of a Feather. I'm just so grateful and excited to be nominated for that. So I would really appreciate if you went and did that. Also, I would love for you to go and rate the podcast. You don't even have to write anything. You click the five stars, and I would just appreciate that so much. And I would love to connect with you on Facebook and on Instagram. I took a couple weeks off when I was uh, we were having spring break, and then now we're home and just kind of getting used to things. I'm going to jump back in doing my Facebook Lives on Monday mornings around 8.30. We're going to start school around 9, so around 8.30, 8.40. I would love to catch you on Facebook. We're going to talk about this episode, and I want to hear your ideas. What are some things that you have done since you have been at home, since there are the majority people are quarantining, is that word? I don't know, uh, themselves at home and how we can thrive. I was going to call it a survival guide, but it's not. It's a thriving guide. So I can't wait to hear what you are doing on Facebook on Monday morning at about 8.30 Central Time. That is going to be it for today. Y'all, thanks for joining me. I love you, and I pray that you are encouraged by this episode today, and I would love for you to share it with a friend. But remember, we are all friends of a feather, so let's stick together. Have a thriving week, and I'll see you next time. Bye, friend.